your badass relationships in the millionaire mindset, and today is all about family relationships. Hello everyone, I'm your host, Sally Cobb, and we're here to talk about family relationships. So what can go wrong in your family relationships when you're building a business? Uh, a lot of things. Uh, it takes a certain skill set to recognize when you are putting a lot more time, energy, effort, care, love, etc., into the buckets surrounding your business and less in the buckets surrounding your um, family relationships. So this has happened to me firsthand, and all I can tell you is that recognizing that that's happening and then making changes makes all the difference. Um, but it is in that awareness of what's happening. So I had a client recently that reached out and was telling me about a variety of different things. But one of the things that was irritating her the most was she was on a vacation with her wife, um, down to Disney and, they were having a wonderful time, but her wife was irritated with her because she was on her phone a lot. So she was texting and taking and making phone calls and her wife was, you know, salty about it. And at some point they had a conversation and she told her, look, we're on vacation. You need to make time, save time for this. And she was telling me the story and as she was explaining all the details of it and she had a big story around it, she said, and she doesn't understand that I have to do this. And I said, well, what do you mean you have to? And she said, well, I have to take these calls and I, I have to text at certain times of the day. And I said, okay, well, if that's the case, then that should be something perhaps you would want to discuss with your wife ahead of time. And how being on vacation is really important to you too, but there will be times when you really will need to be on your phone. And you can set some boundaries around that based on when you think that you're going to need to do things like that. And that can look like anything from on Tuesday and Friday morning from 8 to 10, I will check voicemails, email send texts, send emails, or when we get back later in the day, before we go out for dinner between five and six, I will take care of all the business of the day on Wednesday. And when you wrap your head around, you can actually decide when you're going to spend time doing work when you're with your family. It creates some ease around you and them because it's a boundary and it shows the, the people in your life that you care about that they are important too. And it shows them that you can communicate with them about what your needs are around work. And even though that may or may not have been the case that she needed to, had to take those calls in her mind, it creates ease for yourself because then you know when you're going to take care of that and you're not taking care of that at all different hours of the day, all different moments of the day 
when it comes in and it gives you a notification, you're on your phone, you can decide that notifications are off, your phone's off, um, you'll only turn it on at the times when you said that you would need to, you know, and I know that phones today have, you know, great capability to take amazing pictures. So maybe you don't want to turn your phone off, but maybe your notifications are off so you don't get pinged all the time because as we have all learned, the phone is set up specifically to make you pay attention to it. And it's a dopamine hit every time you get a notification because you either have fear of missing out or you're excited about what you might see, but it acts in the brain like drugs, alcohol, sugar, um, anything like that. And it gives you that feeling of pleasure. So it's designed to do that. So realizing that, that it's created this world where we feel like we have to answer every notification that comes across our phone, every ping, every sound, every whatever, um, but you don't. And you can actually set some boundaries around that. So I have another story and this actually happened in my own family and my youngest, uh, Eli would come in late in the day. And this one was when I was working, you know, very long hours every day. And of course, as you've heard in previous podcasts, thinking I had to answer everything at every minute of the day. So I was very stressed out. I was trying to take care of everything all the time and control everything. And he would come in late in the day and he, you know, or in the evening, uh, and he would want to have these in-depth conversations with me. And I was tired and didn't want to do it at that time. I love him dearly, loved him then. But at 10 o'clock at night, I wasn't ready to have an in-depth conversation. I was getting ready for bed. And nine times out of 10, we would end up in some kind of an argument or he would be irritated with me because I wasn't there for him. And, you know, it, it just created a lot of resentment, at least in my mind, that he was upset with me. I was certainly upset with him for acting like I, you know, more than making it seem as though I wasn't being a good mom to him and I wasn't being a good listener. So, I really was stressed out about that to the point when he, he would come home nights and it would be late. And I had been telling myself a story about how this was going to play out and he would come in and I would play this out in my mind, you know, over and over. So when he came in, I actually talk with him. I wouldn't be ready to talk with him when he came in because I already was emotionally shut off from talking with him and being there for him in the way I wanted to be. So I gave a lot of thought to it and I spent some time um, in my scholar work with the Life Coach School trying to figure out how to repair a relationship I felt like I was damaging. And what I learned was that I could set a boundary around conversations we would have late in the evening and create some ease for myself and be there more for Eli in the way I wanted to be. So I said to him the next opportunity that I had, I said, okay, now I know that you like to talk about things when you come in late at night and I'm often really tired and I'm, I know this has been a, a point of contention between us. So what I think would work really well is I will make myself available between 5.30 and 9.30 every night. 
every night of the week. And if you want to talk to me outside of those hours, you just need to give me 24 hours notice. And if you give me 24 hours notice, I will be absolutely available to you whatever time you need me for as long as you need. And at first I think he kind of gave me the stink eye a little bit. (laughs) I don't think he was like, hmm, how's that going to work? But it actually ended up working out really well because he realized that he could, with a little bit of planning, he could, I could be available to him at any time he wanted to talk. And it made him think a little bit more about when he was asking. And I think it just helped him wrap his head around why maybe asking someone to have an in-depth conversation late in the evening when they are tired isn't the best idea. But he came to that conclusion, I believe, on his own. But I was willing to do that, to be there for him in the way he needed me to be, even if it was late, with those boundaries in place. And, you know, the the important part of the boundary was if he didn't do that, if he didn't give me 24 hours notice, I could say, I'm really sorry, but you'll have to give me 24 hours notice and just, and not stay up and talk with him. So when you create a boundary out of love or with love from love, you are able to support and, you know, protect those relationships that are really important to you. So, Another thing that I noticed when I was in business and super busy by my own choices was that we were missing out on a lot of family activities, the bigger family activities, not our immediate so much, even though that certainly was suffering, but bigger things, you know, parties with the rest of the family, graduations, birthdays, you know, things like that, because I worked weekends and My husband also was working a lot of Saturdays too. So we were missing out on a lot of those things. And I didn't think a lot about it at the time. I mean, I felt a little bit of maybe guilt or, you know, disappointment that I couldn't be there, but I just chalked it up to, well, I'm building a business. Everybody just understands. And I think everyone did, but when you're disconnected like that for a long period of time, you don't build those connections with people in the way that you really want to. And I would say that that was happening ongoing without me really being fully aware of it. And it wasn't until much later, more like now, when I can attend my great nephew's, you know, band concert, or I can go to some of my great nephew's uh, plays and performances and things like that, so much more connected now. And I think that I'm more connected to the parents of those kids. I'm not sure how much they really notice or care if I'm there, but I, I notice and I care. When these things come up, I can look at them objectively and and see, like, can I actually do those things? And I'm doing a lot more of that. And it actually is really satisfying to me in my life that I can do that now, that I can spend a lot of time with my grandson, that I ask to have him. My husband and I are asked to have him for overnights and to do different things. And I take him to some of these events with the family, you know, the extended family. And 
it just helps with all of that connectivity. I've always said that things you do together is the glue that helps you kind of stick to each other. It's the memories. And I've noticed this come has come up when you are meeting new people. They don't necessarily have all of that connectivity to you, but the more time you spend with them, the more you create memories, the more they, you know, relate to things you've talked about in the past, the more comfortable they feel building that relationship with other people, whether they're family or their friends or business associates is so important because that's really at the core of who we are as human beings. We all want to feel connected. We all want to feel like we're a part of the group, but we actually have power over that. We can create those relationships for ourselves based on how we act and how we want to act and how we want to show up for the people in our lives in particular, our family, but also business and other relationships in our life. So if these things that we're talking about today, about, you know, family relationships, what can go wrong? How can you make them right? How can you put yourself in a better position to be open to having better relations, you know, with your family, how to repair those relationships? If these things are resonating with you and you have questions about them or this speaks to you, that this is what's going on for you in your life and you want to talk about it some and see if you can get some resolution around it, please reach out to me at badassrelationships.com and fill out the form there and get in touch and we'll get on a call and start creating those relationships for you in your life that you want to have happening and bring you some clarity around what's going on in them right now. Thanks for joining me. 